When it comes to commercial snow removal, look to Tovar Snow Professionals. With the largest snow and ice management fleet in the Midwest, Tovar delivers top-notch commercial sidewalk and parking lot clearing services, even in winter's worst weather conditions. With their 24-hour live office staff, certified meteorologists, and personal service, they are leaders in professional snow removal. To get a free estimate for snow removal on your site, go to baseball.tovarsnow.com or call 844-GO-TOVAR. That number again is 844-GO-TOVAR. Tovar Snow Professionals, Chicago's snow plowing leader. Tovar is an equal opportunity employer. All right, we're going to go right here. My name is Lauren, and my question is for Patrick Rizdom and Christopher Morrell. My question is, what was your favorite thing you did off the field last year? Uh, mine probably was the one of the Club 400 events I went to. I say that because it totally shocked me. It totally surprised me. I wasn't expecting the turnout um, that and all the people that were there and just the love behind, you know, Cub fans helping Cub fans. I thought that was pretty remarkable. Me too. Go for Hungry. I got a good, good time. Have fun. Beautiful guys. And it's amazing. The moment I passed, we called for Hungry. And the Club 400 podcast is on the air for the first time in 223. I got my guy, William. What's up, William? You know what? Marketing genius is up. Wow. Get the kids to go to the convention and ask the questions. That's wow. Mar- it's genius. I'll tell you what, guys. As long as they answer the right way. <laughs> well, yeah. And we'll, I'll tell you the whole story about that. But before I say anything about it is that i was a proud dad for sure oh, i was a very sure. proud dad because i i want lauren um you know well you know i've been going to the cubs convention since i was a little kid and i remember the first time going up there and asking a question and we're all afraid of public speaking but God, i was I just, wish i had that audio <laughs> there's a great clip we gotta play i have it on my computer when i told jim hendry off after the Sox won the world series really it was great. And you know, when I think about myself back then, just a fan going up there and just totally ripping on Jim Hendry. That's awesome. And uh, I said, they're laughing at us. They're laughing at us at the, on the north side. Ozzy's sitting there. Was it not Ozzy? Yeah, Ozzy's laughing at us about our Cubs. And I got that clip. We will play that. Yeah. I will send that to you, William. We will play that on this podcast. I'll send it to you. and I'll, we'll, get you it. We'll, we'll put it on at the very end, so stick around and listen yeah. to it. But honestly, guys, very proud, Dad, to, have, to see your daughter to see my daughter do what she did that day. Um, and she re- nailed it, too, other oh. than she didn't say her last name, which was even better because right. wisdom recognized her. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I will admit to you right now that I put her up to it, and it did cost me $100 Lululemon gift card, <laughs> which is, I don't know if you guys know what Lululemon is. It's a yoga-type like place, and they got those tight pants that they wear. $100 a pair for those, William. Ridiculous. Really? Wow. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we were wanting to get a booth at the Cubs convention, and they had no outside vendors except for Joe Obvious, and we'll talk about him in a minute. So we had to make our own booth, and I thought it was 
uh, you know, he didn't have to answer that way. And you asked me earlier before he came on the air, was Patrick Wisdom inv- involved with this? No, he wasn't. He didn't know anything about it. Um, and we, you know, came up with the question and hoping that he would say Club 400. The question is, did he recognize Lauren? I don't know. We'll have to ask him one of these days. We should dial him up. Thanks. We should. We should call him up. We will have Patrick Wisdom on this podcast. We got, our podcast is evolving like everything. We're going to try to come to you guys more this year. We're going to try to do more player interviews. But... My guy Crawley does one hell of a job on the fly, the W podcast on WSCR, the Cubs flagship station 670. So please listen to Crawley. He's getting great guests, and his podcast is actually doing really well. Yeah, it's very good. But, yeah, Lauren did a great job. I was a proud dad. Take the whole Club 400 thing out of it. I was just proud of her for going up there, putting herself out there. And I thought she, if you see the video, it's out there. You can watch the entire session on the Marquee Network app. Um, and it was just, I was a very proud dad, William. It was awesome. So speaking of the convention, I did not have the opportunity to go. And we missed you, William. Our listeners, I just want to let you know, if you could put some prayers out for Mia. Mia's been going through, uh, that's obviously William's wife. She's been going through so many different things. And, you know, William is taking care of her, which he should. And uh, what we're going to try to schedule our podcast uh, and work work through it so we could still put out something like twice a month. That's what we want to do. At least. Yeah, no, but uh, what was really cool, the last time I was there was when they were talking about launching the Marquee Network, which is the last time they had it. 2020. Right. That was the last one, right? That was when Rick Ricketts got booed for when he announced it, which, you know, I mean, yeah, exactly. That was the big announcement, that and Cubs then, convention. And then they took a break for a couple of years because of COVID. They, you know, obviously couldn't have it or whatever. Well, you know, unbeknownst to me, the whole thing was on on the Marquee Network. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. I remember when, when I went, you know, the last time or the last couple times I went, you could go to your hotel room and you could watch some of the stuff because they had it that in it, they had in house in house TV, which wasn't really that good. Be, no, because it wasn't it wasn't set up like the Marquee Network is. I mean, it was the coverage was amazing. It was. It, I felt like I was there, and then, you know, of course, it was uh, bittersweet for me because I'm like. Oh my God! Is everyone who's ever been to a Club 400 event there? Because I'm picking them oh, out in the and, crowd. And let me tell you guys, it's you know that's the great thing. I mean, to have everybody there. I mean, you know who you are. I'm not mentioning names because I would be leaving people out. And then, but we had a good group of our our family there. I call them our family because that's what they are. They're our family. We had at least four bingo tables of Club 400 people. That's amazing. And you know, um, yeah, it was. It was. And uh, and true- you can tell by the crowd when when. Uh, Lauren had, you know, wisdom mentioned Club 400. You know, the, the it sounded like, you know, half the stadium was full of Club 400 fans. You oh, know, that kind of it was thing. a proud moment, and uh, it was a proud moment for myself, and obviously it was good for Club 400. And uh, even to hear the rest of the players hear that on the stage, because I'm sure they're asking about it. Uh, so, yeah, it was wonderful. You know, honestly, William, this is the first time I've ever attended the Cubs convention not as a fan, because... I wanted to promote Club 400 as much as I possibly could. We gave away tons of merchandise. We really hit up uh, the Harry Karaoke from 10 to 11 in the Sheridan uh, lobby. And uh, we gave away tons of baseballs, tons of shirts. We gave away magnets. We gave away keychains. We gave away autographed Brendan Davis, Matt Cameron pictures. Uh, we gave away Dempster autographed Matt Cameron pictures. We, we, we did, I mean, hey, and you know what? We just basically... 
want to promote Club 400 because the more people that get involved, the stronger we are as a charity and the more money we can raise for Cub fans. So um, it was good. I, I ran into a whole lot of people, and it actually started off, the weekend started off at Big League Burgers. Pete opened Big League Burgers. I think it's 3734. I don't know how I remember that. Irving Park Road. So if you get off at 90 in Irving and you head to Wrigley, it's on the left-hand side. It is a full Cubs-themed restaurant with american food all kinds all your favorites uh hot dogs hamburgers pork sandwiches uh just a great place to go and club 400 lager on tap and it, and club 400 lager on tap since day one never took it off club and he never will ballpark lager thank you ryan clooney crystal like brewery Take me out to the ball game. This crisp, easy drinking lager is perfect for a summer day amongst the bricks and ivy. Crafted at Crystal Lake Brewing, this beer is clean and refreshing with minimal bitterness so that you can celebrate a W in style. From Club 400, Cubs fans helping Cub fans. This baseball brew can be found at most places that sell beer in Northwest Illinois or from Crystal Lake Brewing. Beer master Ryan Clooney. Enjoy a beer or six pack today and please remember to drink responsibly i'll tell you what going back to uh uh big league burgers and you know having the club 400 since day one there uh went there supported them we tried to do some a twitter contest and be honest with you didn't work out so well but i told big league burgers pete you need to get on twitter so he did the day before so we'll try it again at some other point but it was great because when i walked in the big league burgers i ran into dave kaplan Okay. And Danny Rocket showed up. Uh, Captain Cubba was there. Uh, and the food Weeds is was great. There. The food's great there. You're going to get a hearty portion yeah. there. And they do everything right. That's the thing about Pete's Restaurant. Yeah, it's nice. It's awesome if you go in there. And they do have a bar, a full bar in there. But uh, Pete put 110% into decorating it. and then But the food is just as good as the de- decorations. I mean, yeah. it's quality stuff. It really is. Um, they got uh, me and Danny were trying this new Ural that they came out with. It's not your standard Ural. I mean, I forgot exactly what it was. It was amazing. It was awesome. And I had the steak sandwich there. Weeds, uh, who's been working very hard at my condo. I mean, we opened up the condo June 4th, but we rushed to get it open in baseball season. And, it, you know, to me, it was, you know, not Club 400 worthy yet, but it's getting there. We've been adding a lot of stuff to it. But uh, you're going to do the ribbon cutting before opening day this year? You know, we're going to have a, another opening day party. I you promise go. you that. We're going to have a cookout over there, and uh, it's going to be great. But, yeah, support Pete, 3734, West Army Park, Big League Burgers. He opened up in the middle of the pandemic, and, I'm, you know, he's, he's, he's battling hard, and, you know, he's an unbelievable guy. I mean, I, Adbert Azale was there that evening. He brought in all kinds of people. He brought politicians in. He brought Cubs like Kaplan. And all, all throughout the day, people were stopping in and supporting him. But that's the way Pete is. He's definitely a part of the Cubs community. And I would love for the Club 400 members to stop there and su- su- support him. And, and uh, you got to take a picture by the shield. A shield is there. And then we'll post it on our I'll Facebook tell you what. Page. We'll do this. The first person... That posts a picture with a club for a hundred lager in front of the shield will get a autographed baseball, and I don't think I'll give away a Marcus Stroman ball. I'll give away because we have a lot of those. We'll give away some other baseball. It'll be awesome. I'll pick a nice one for you. Okay, that'll be our little 
thing here for the podcast. Signed on the sweet spot. And the first person that posts it, and maybe if second person, we'll see. But we'll, definitely the first person that posts it, uh, we'll give him an autograph ball. And you just post that picture on Club 400 public page. And uh, that'd be great. So, yeah. And then we went down the Cubs convention on Friday. And let me tell you something. Uh, you know, Cubs convention has been gone for a while. And most of the people that ran the convention prior were gone. So this was a whole new group of people running this convention. Overall, I think they did a really good job. It felt like the Cubs convention. Um, it, I, I thought it ran pretty smooth. But then again, I wasn't waiting in line for autographs. I heard that was kind of messy. Some of the things, some logistics were kind of messed up. But, you know, they'll, they'll learn from it and they'll improve. But I thought overall it was a very successful convention as far as what the Cubs pulled off. And they had so many alumni there. You know, William was great. I mean. You know what I didn't realize until the Cubs convention was going on and I had the pleasure of watching it on TV? Other teams have a convention-like event. It's nothing like the Cubs convention. Like Milwaukee had a one-night thing. And it was like four guys that were there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's nothing. It's not even comparable. When they introduce everybody at the opening ceremonies and they all walk out and they high-five everyone in the crowd and stuff like that, it's unbelievable. That's the, Yeah, that's new. They started that. I think they did it in 2020 also. They did. Uh, the the remember, red carpet yeah. type yeah. thing. And uh, No, I thought they did a great job. And, you know... You know, you guys all got to give a marketing network a, ch a chance. I mean, I know. I mean, it, you got to remember, too, guys, marketing network came out in the middle of a pandemic also with no baseball and with little or no programming. I'll tell you what. I constantly look and see what's on that marketing network. In fact, they debuted the brand new show, Brick by Brick. Did you see that yet? I have not. I thought it was a really well done show. A lot of stuff that I've seen in the past, but... They did leave Sammy Sosa out. I wasn't too happy about mm. that, William. I mean, we we need to bring Sammy back to Chicago. I am fully on board with that. Sammy is my guy. If you don't know, Sammy is my favorite player. And I do regularly talk to him through email. And, you know, I don't think we will be the first one to bring him out back to Chicago. But I think eventually he will come here for sure once he breaks the ice with the Cubs, which I hope happens because life is too short, everybody. Exactly. And so let's get Sammy back. And that was one of the questions that was asked. I was surprised it was actually asked with all the stuff that's going on with the Cubs. People are still thinking about Sammy Sosa. And that should tell the Cubs a whole lot. Right, William? Right. Exactly. With all the stuff going on, especially. You In fact, know. I was having a yeah, conversation with someone. You know, steroids were not illegal. Was it wrong that all those guys had steroids or whatever? But it wasn't illegal. There, there's, I, I can. Baseball I, should have banned it. And I go the, back and been, yeah. I go back and forth with the, like the Hall of Fame part of it. But yeah, they weren't illegal. They were illegal outside of baseball, which you know. So it's a you know it's a it's a dicey issue, obviously. Because they haven't, they still haven't figured out like what to do with it exactly. But no, but like there's. Cheating has been a part of baseball forever. Right. And it's like, and that's well, they, not even, that, it wasn't even cheating because it wasn't in the rules, but. They glorify some of it, you know, like Gaylord Perry. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's, he's like a legend because of his spitballs. And what about all those pitchers using Tiki Tacky? They just cleaned that up a couple, you know, a year or two, a year or two ago. Right. And, uh, you know, listen, you know, everything's about money in this world. Everything's about money. But so if you're a baseball player and steroids are not illegal and you can, pounce your numbers up um add 20 home runs that's that means you're going to get a huge contract right right so exactly. players were willing to take the risk and 
you know, you can blame, I blame baseball for it more than anything, but, and as far as like Sammy leaving early, I mean, honestly, the whole thing, they did, they released that information on perfect, on, on purpose. So they can, you know, they use and abuse Sammy, put him on camera every time he's home run, he's throwing kisses. They use and abuse him. And when they didn't need him anymore, they sold him out. That was a definitely move to, for the fans to, to, to push him away and have some people turn on him. That was bullshit. That happens all the freaking time when players leave early, but you don't hear about it because usually the team wants to protect the player's image. Right. You know, so. Well, and the thing is, too, about Sammy is he's still so, like you said, so beloved here. You know, if everyone hated him because of, like, the cork bat thing or something and he was just, like, this black mark on the organization and nobody, fans didn't want to talk about him or whatever, that'd be one thing, but everyone loves him. Like, every Cub fan would welcome him back. All the crazy, I'm going to say, shit in this world. And we're worried about something that that happened 20 years ago. And, and, you know, for those who lived through that, probably most of the people listening, that was the best summer ever. It was. It brought baseball as as back. Baseball, it brought, brought the country back. But, but then again, like, we can we can bring on. I mean, trust me. I have, you know, we can bring on a Roldis Chapman after what he did and help us win a World Series. But we can't bring Sammy back. I'm calling bullshit, Cubs. Yeah, yeah. Bullshit. Bring back Sammy. Do it for the fans. It's not about you or whatever politics you have behind the organization. It's about the fans. That's what we are about, William. You can you tell I'm getting heated right I now. I love it. You know, I mean, there's no fans. You don't have anything. You got exactly. nothing. You're being you're you're holding Sammy back because of God knows what. It's it can't be just steroids. Like they welcome Mark McGuire back to the Cardinals and right. everybody's been welcomed back. But Sammy's been I don't know what you want to say. I, they want to erase his memory. Like Brick Brick, he's not even on there. Sammy is a part of this Cubs organization, whether you admit it or not. You bring him back, and you used because Sammy's always been good to fans. And let me tell you one thing, guys, and we'll get off the subject. But one of the reasons why I like Sammy is because when I was a little kid, Sammy always was good to me. I have a lot of great stories, and we're not going to get into them now. We can get do it some other can podcast. You just do your chant though that you would yell. Them? Yeah, I was in the right field bleachers, and this was the chant. Chant I said, all, and I, that's all I would sit. I would sit behind Sammy, and I'd try to get him to blow me kisses. And Sammy was great with the fans out out there. Like he was interactive, but it was Sammy, Sammy, buddy, Sammy. That was the chant. Everybody, <laughs> and like I can do it, like it was like yesterday because right? I did it so much. So we'll get off the Sammy thing, but I gotta, I gotta um, talk about uh, the Rickus session, which is something that we did that worked out like a charm. Um, as you guys know, Iris Reed, she uh, she owns the company uh, Lady Chatting Buds, and she's a florist, and she does all kinds of great stuff. She was at our Christmas party, and she gave all the women a rose with the Club Farmer logo on there. She's the only one. In Illinois, that could print images on roses. Love Iris. Please support her. We'll be promoting her because she's a friend of Club 400. Where, where is she out of? Like, what town do you know? Boy, you could, I don't remember. We'll post yeah, it. We'll I'll post, post it. it. Yeah, we'll post we'll it up it. there. So I called Iris, and I said, hey, you know, Cubs convention is the first one in a while. Why don't we do a really nice bouquet for Tom and Laura? And she came through like you wouldn't believe. So I did not know... How we're going to get the flowers up there. Well, thanks, thankful to Crawley, and uh, he saved a lot of those front row seats. You just so, got to act as if. Exactly. You got to act like you know. So I grabbed the security guard, and I brought um, 
So I brought the flowers to the front of the stage, and as luck has it, William, Tom Ricketts showed up. He grabbed the flowers, put them right in the middle, and, uh, you know, I thought he was pretty surprised because they had the Ricketts family's their faces on the roses. We had the Ricketts written on some That's roses. That's so cool. And, threw, and sprinkled in a few Club 400 ones, too, obviously. So. Yeah. And that was awesome. And then, uh, yeah, Iris did a great job. I think she set the, uh, you know, not having the cup convention for a while, I think that was a nice way to wel- welcome the Ricketts back. And for the most part, it was a great session. And, uh, yeah, you know, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a great weekend overall. And I do have to give a shout-out to our guy, Aramis. He went up to the stage. I had no clue about this one, so we're going to play this real quick. This was Aramis at the Cubs convention. And if you this question is for everybody but Patrick and Morell. Okay, next question. <laughs> uh, uh, I just can't go ahead. <laughs> Have you guys heard about Club 400? Yeah. Hell yeah. He said, accept me. Yeah, but heard about what? Have you heard oh, uh, have you heard of Club 400? I have not. It's a good man cave, and it's Cub fans helping Cub fans. Oh, electric. Yeah, great organization, uh, great charity, really fun events, so uh, check it out. Kids and Flowers, the 2023 Club 400 marketing plan. Kids and Flowers. Kids and Flowers, yeah. And uh, I did not know he was going to do that, and uh, we... you know, thank you, Aramis. That's so cool. If anybody wants to know who Aramis is, that's Riker's brother that's out there in Muscatine, yeah. Iowa. Yes. By named, the way, it looks like named we... Named after somebody related yep. to the Cubs, right? Riker? Yeah. No. Oh, Aramis. yeah. Named after Aramis Ramirez. I was like, I don't remember Riker and the Cubs. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, uh, overall, um, unbelievable weekend to... Uh, you know, like I said, the Cubs did a great job. It was fun. It got the family back together, and we, we just a blast. Uh, William, uh, we missed you this year. It wasn't the same without you there. Uh, hopefully next year will uh, be better off for me than this past year. I hope so, man. I really do. Um, also, shout out to Todd at Homewood Bats, who had the uh, Wisdom events. Um, saw some Club 400 people over there. Tom Warman was there. And uh, we appreciated everybody for, for supporting Patrick Wisdom and um, Homewood Bats. That was a nice event if you were there. Then they had a Q&A later on with, uh, I bet everybody was rushing out of there to go to bingo. So mm. it was Ed Howard and uh, who else was it? Was Brennan there? Brennan was not there, okay. no. So, But uh, we snuck out because we went out to dinner, but we ran into Brennan outside. He was The Cubs all went to the hockey game. Oh, okay. On a Saturday night, so they loaded up a bus, and uh, and we went out to dinner with Vuk, Jeff Vukovic, nice. Nationwide is on your side. They insure my place. Why don't they insure yours, right? Jeff's our man, right? That was great. That was like a free plug, right? Yeah, a nice commercial. <laughs> they are spo- they are sponsors for Club Four Hundred, so uh, so we did announce some big news uh, this week. William, did you happen to see it? Tell me more. Yes, I did. I'm involved. Now, yes, you are. Thing. You're kind of like we put you as the uh, road trip uh, king, I would call it. <laughs> Minister you know? of Entertainment, I think it was. So, yeah, uh, we picked that place primarily because of you, and then now you'll be able to see your mom pretty close sure. to Mother's Day. Yeah. And that's the only negative thing that is on Mother's Day weekend, and we tried to uh, pick a location where... You know, the pricing could be affordable, 
But as you know, nothing's really affordable. We got killed on the bus. But my guy, we're going to have him on. He couldn't join us this evening. But uh, Todd from Stadium Events. So Todd uh, has a regular job, but his passion is doing trips for baseball and football. He does a lot of actually football stuff. And I've we've been had, we've had a couple trips with him. Three so far? I think three. Yeah. Yeah. Todd does us a huge favor, guys. You know, he does it to promote his company. He doesn't really charge that. I mean, honestly, you know, that's why I go through Todd because he really takes care of us. And, um, you know, he gets a really nice boss and you don't even have to check in the hotel when you get there. He just gives you your keys. And, it's crazy. And so, but we got a great weekend ahead. Um, so, yeah, Minnesota, what is it? 12th, 13th, 14th, right, William? I believe that. That's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And basically, let me talk about the, I, I posted up on Club 400 page, but if you missed it, the itinerary. So the rough itinerary is we're going to depart Rolling Meadows at 7 o'clock on that Friday. And then pretty much Elgin at 7.44, 7.45. Uh, we'll do a meal stop around 11 o'clock. We'll arrive at the hotel at 2.30. We'll get checked in, and we're going to head over to the Farmer's Market Annex for a three-hour tailgate from 3 to 6. The game is at 7.10. It's a five-minute walk to Target Field. I'm sure we can get the bus to drop off uh, those who don't want to walk. Um, but that, that tailgate is going to include all you can drink beer, half pound burgers, brats with peppers and onions, hot dogs, chili dogs, pulled mac and cheese, mascacholi, chili baked beans, chili, I guess, and then baked beans, potato salad, chips, pop water, Gatorade, three hour tailgate. That's why I don't want to do it because I, he does it so good and right. he does it all the time. He brings his own staff. He's like the master at it. Yeah, exactly. We will have a private hospitality area next to the hotel bar. Uh, we're going to try to get Club 400 beer on there. By the way, we will have the bus full of Club 400 lager. But if you want to bring your own liquor, you want to bring your own alcohol, we highly suggest that. If you've been on our road trips before, there's about three or four bars that people set up in there for themselves. And they're always willing to pour for you. We're going to have a great time. Um and, and then Saturday, uh, we'll meet at the hospitality, hospitality room after breakfast from 10 to noon. The game is at 110. Uh, after the game, if you want to go to the Mall of America, Lisa and Lauren are going. Uh, so they, I think they just want to go to the Mall of America, to be honest nice. with you. Nice. Uh, Canterbury Park Casino for horse racing and gambling. End up in the warehouse district where our guy... Joe Kilgallen will be forming a comedy show for the Club 400 members. Pretty cool, Can't huh, William? Can't wait. Cannot wait, yes. So, I mean, William, you're, you're from Minnesota. Uh, that's your hometown. Obviously, I've been up there, and I met your sisters and your mom and uh, your brother's up there who's going to join us on Saturday or what day? Friday, I think. Friday. Yes. So he's going to join us Friday, go to the game with us. Uh, we got to get him tickets. For me. Remind me to tell Todd. And then for all you Luke Combs fans, he's playing Saturday night. So if you, any diehard Luke Combs fans, you know, you obviously miss our guy Joe's comedy show, which is included in the cost. I'd rather see Joe. I'm going to go see Joe. Luke Combs. I could see Luke Combs anytime. <laughs> I want to hang out with everybody that decided to join us on this trip. Yes. And um, so that's Saturday. These trips are epic, by the way. They're so much fun. One of my favorite things I've done. So tell me about Minnesota and what where you want, where you're going to take us, William. I don't know. We don't have the bar booked yet, but yeah, I mean, we're going to get out of town, right? Because Luke Combs is going to, you know, the fans are going to take yeah, over. Pretty yeah, much. we're looking at that, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's. 
the difference between here and there is really it's just a lot easier to get around. You know, that's what it really comes down to. Smaller. And we're going to kind of get out of town a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Go I to a bar district. What's it called? Saturday night, we're going to go to probably a suburb. Okay. And uh, hang out there. And there's several really good, fun bars. Where, cool. Where we're Probably cheaper, too, at. than downtown. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Although you'll find the whole thing will be cheaper than what you're used to downtown Chicago here. It's less right. money up there. So. Oh, we were down there last year. We had a great time. Yeah, you know? we did. We, we, had, did. we had a couple of your spots, your hometown we spots. Had some, we had some fun. What was that bar we went to that you like a lot? Your favorite? You said you went to two of them down there. Yeah. I don't remember you which You think. I don't remember. Yeah. But anyways, don't William's going to be the leader. I'm going to be the follower. Oh I'm going to follow William around. Oh, boy. So it includes uh, your uh, includes a room, includes the bus, includes the ticket, includes the tailgate, it uh Includes the Joe Kilgallen comedy show. And prices are as follows. Uh, this is based on 50 paid, which I think we're going to be able to do. If you want a single, that means a room by yourself. It's 785 If you're going to stay with a guest, it'd be 605 per person. If you're going to stay with three people, it would be 545 per person. And like I said, quad it up, everybody. Quad. It would be 515 if you put four in a room. And you are never in your room, are you, William? Not at all. I mean, you're there to sleep, and you're probably going to bed at one or two if you're rock right. stars like me and you. Right, yeah. So you got to deal with your roommates for maybe four or five hours. We're going to the small apple. Yeah, There's exactly. There's no sleep in the small apple. No. <laughs> so that, we announced it. We haven't started selling tickets for it. That's coming soon to a theater near you. Exactly. The sale of the tickets, all the info to, posted on the Facebook page. So, yeah, it's $200 deposit ASAP to hold your seat. That's important. And then $100 due on 330 one, which is March 31st, and obviously, and then the balance due is on four, 14th, about a month before we depart. So we're only going to do one bus. Um, I don't th- see a scenario where we do two. So if you're really interested in going and you've never been to Target Field, um, this is your opportunity to get yeah. on a bus and head down there. Be good. We're leaving 1030 on Sunday. Um, we have left earlier in the past, but sometimes some people don't wake up, <laughs> and then we get... You know, we can't leave them behind. So I decided, you know what? Let's have everybody sleep in. Uh, maybe eat some breakfast, the free breakfast that you get. Wear that hangover off and then maybe restart there on the go. bus, right? Sounds like a plan. And Sounds then, like you've done this before. I've done it a few times. <laughs> We've actually sometimes back in the day. You got to remember, too, guys. Um, that's how, like, you know, we're uh, back in a long time ago when my mom used to take us on road trips. Uh, we ended up in Cincinnati. On just with me, my brother, and my mom, and I think my girlfriend at the time, and we ran into uh, the Wild Bunch, and we were Wild Bunch members for ever since Otto, we talk about, and Elaine, and Dorothy, and there's just so many great people that um, made up the Wild Bunch, but one, at some point, I wanted to take the Wild Bunch over, and then Club 400 started. Wild Bunch is still alive. We love the Wild Bunch. They're getting older, but they are welcome to come over to Club 400 yeah. and join us anytime. So. Absolutely. Oh, those those were the days, William. I'll tell you, the Wild Bunch trips, you know. I I, my mom that. still blames the Wild Bunch for making me so wild. <laughs> I could see where that would happen, having met some of those fine folks. So that, that's them turning you wild. They, Yeah, I mean, she blames that for my love for alcohol. Vodka. Vodka. <laughs> Just so, vodka. Kathy used to be the bartender. Oh my! I remember I bought my brought my friends, and they were all we were all we were, we were the young guys. Like we were talking, most of these people were fifty, sixty, 
And then I bring my four buddies on there, and they're like, what the heck are you doing? You took us on like a bingo trip or something? Right. And then they realize that these older people could way out party them and put them in their place. And next thing you know, Kathy's pouring doubles and everything else. And by the time we get off the bus, everybody's feeling really good. Yeah, I'm sure right. that will happen on this trip, too. I'm sure that'll happen. So, yeah, pretty awesome, William. I'm looking forward to going to your hometown, and hopefully we'll get to see your mom, right? Maybe not? I hope so. Yeah, we'll have to see if we can get fit then. We will see your brother. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's coming up here. That's our annual road trip, our fourth, I think. So, come on down and join us. It will sell out. I believe it'll sell out. It better sell out. I think it will. Um, next up, I wanted to talk about something that's I'm leaving actually on Tuesday. Leaving on a jet plane, and we are going to Las Vegas for Viva Club Four Hundred Fantasy Vegas. Camp. Oh, my goodness. Pretty Wait, cool. Club 400 Fantasy Camp? That's so cool. You know what? Like I said, Randy Hunley has, uh, was the first one ever to come out with Fantasy Camp. And uh, our last Fantasy Camp that he had was in 2020. By the way, I think we talked about this in a prior podcast. It was, it was January, late January, right? And we had 100 campers. We got about 35 going to ours. We have three teams going out there. And we're going to be playing six games, and we're going golfing on Saturday. Um, but, uh, yeah, at our last camp, right, 2020, no shit, Eddie Vedder comes from China, wow. okay? And then half our camp got sick. My mom got sick. Eric got sick. I was lucky enough not to get sick, but we were all always wondering, was that COVID? Because, like, COVID, you know, came out. <laughs> not, not, it, it, was, it was already existing, yeah. obviously. But by the time we figured it out, it was March. when. The, if you're going to get COVID, though, wouldn't it be cool to say, yeah, I got it from Eddie Vedder? I know. I mean, I'm not blaming Eddie or anything, but, like, something was going around that camp. Yeah. It was something. It was some kind of bug. And I always remember that was... We were, I was walking into my hotel room and my phone went off and Kobe Bryant crashed in the helicopter. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, where were you when that happened? I was like in the hallway opening up my hotel room and I couldn't believe I r read that on yeah, the screen. That but was crazy. So anyways, yeah, so Randy hasn't had the camp since. And, you know, a lot of the other uh, Major League uh, ball teams are doing their camps. So we decided, you know what, we'll pick up the slack. We don't want our camp. Actually, there is one team. Um, that went to the Red Sox uh, camp. Hmm. Uh, they're a Cubs team, so hopefully they'll kick ass and beat the Red Sox players like, up. Are there any of those people going to the Cubs thing as well? No, or? it's the oh, same week just, as ours, yeah. Okay. They just, so, uh, yeah, they just decided, you know what, they wanted to try another other big right. league camp. You know, and our camp was $2,500, and our coaches are Fergie Jenkins, Lee Smith, Bob Dernier, Ed Lynch, and our ambassador, Ray Burrs. Okay. And... Uh, we do use pitching machines, so we want people to hit the ball. Um, plus, campers, you know, they can't get the ball over to play. You'll have a walk fest if you let the campers pitch. We've they've tried it; it hasn't worked. We want us, we want action, William. We like action, right? Oh, absolutely. Now, most importantly, do you guys get new uniforms this year or not? Really? Well, that's why, if you notice, we didn't really promote it outside of Club Four Hundred. We tried it because uh, we tried to. And we and we will, guys. Trust me. We we want to. We're trying to perfect this. This is. I was just doing a video when William walked into all the campers, telling me, "Please come to me for your complaints, or ideas, or whatever." Because, you know, we're not perfect. We're gonna. You know, we got it all laid out, and we had, um, you know, Eric Hartman from Tovar. He was a big help. Matt Crawford, obviously Nicole, Debbie, and Lori. They've all been a wonderful help. 
But we all look forward, hopefully, that Randy will uh, continue his camp next year because there's word that he wants to do it, and I hope he does. And then we will just stop our camp, immediately jump on the Randy Hunley bat wagon, nice. and then when he... If he at some point if he decides not to do it, we might pick up the slack. So, but we're very happy for all the campers that decide to come out and support Club 400. Uh, this is a non-profit camp. No one's making any money. We had to pay the players, and we had to pay some of the people that were working behind the scenes to get it all set up. But for the most part, uh, any money that was made will be going to Club Club 400. Cub fans helping Cub fans. Once I figure out what the total is, because we won't have the total until after it's over, I'll let you know what we raised. Um, we're not going to raise as much as we thought because we usually go big or go home. And like, you know, like I said, we're still learning how to do this. It was, like I said, Randy Hunley camp was around 5,600. Ours is 25, but you know, there's obviously great things about Randy's camp because we got to use Sloan field, the locker rooms and so forth. And, uh, but you know, we played at big league dreams down there in Las Vegas. We played there last year with two teams. So we increased it to three teams and, uh, you know, it's a nice facility they have over there. And then what I like about it, more than anything, they have a bar restaurant, right? And it's like a quad. There's like seven fields, but the bar and restaurant are like in the middle of all of it. Okay. So you can immediately go up there and order a burger, a hot dog, and like every all the campers get, I think, a lunch over there. So uh, that's the nice thing. that Everybody gets breakfast and lunch every day, too, and that's included in the price, too. So overall, it was a great deal. Uh, some Club 400 members have asked me about playing. Next year, we'll be putting it out there if we do it. If not, we'll just uh, promote the Randy Hilney camp. Uh, so we'd love to get some rookies in there because I was I remember going to fantasy camp my first year, and I was well over 320 pounds. And by Wednesday, we st- that, that, that camp is crazy. You play two games a day every day. Mm. So you play, uh, what do you play, 10 games, and then you play on Saturday too. A 70 innings in a week. We're playing, and you only play seven innings. Like, our camp is only seven innings. So, we'll be playing 14 innings a day. And, uh, you know, baseball looks easy on team, on, on TV. It really does, but try it. Well, Go out there and try it. I mean, anything at, you know, I know you're a little bit a touch younger than me, but anything at our age that requires athleticism and moving around and all that right. is a little trying, so... To do something that's so formalized and actually a game and stuff where, you know, you're also trying to, you know, look better than the next person. Speaking of which, I believe we had a phone call and uh, we have another camp member that will be joining us here in a few minutes. Really? Yeah. This is a surprise, huh? Uh, not really. You know who he is. He likes. Oh to, yeah, we have the salsa <laughs> king the coming salsa in. King of well, but, yeah, he's, he's one a of the rookie. Guy, he, he well, he's a rookie. that's talking major. You know, smack. major smack. Yeah. And uh, he'll be on here in a few minutes, but Marty's the greatest. Um, Mar- is- I, it's going to be interesting to see which one of you is more sore. Because, you know, I don't think Marty's like, I think he's athletic, but I'm not sure he's in good shape. Well, he, you know, he's one of those muscle head guys. Like, right. hey, don't forget the cardio, bro. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I went last year, Julian Martinez, t- I took batting lessons. I right. have not swung a bat, William. Since I'm, then? Like, there's a possibility I'm going to sneak out tonight and go to the cages, but I am not ready, prepared for this camp. I mean, my weight's okay. Uh, I'm happy with that. At least I didn't balloon up or anything like that. But, you know, that doesn't mean you're in shape. Uh, I am not in shape for this camp. So I'm going to uh, 
not act like I'm a professional Major League Baseball player. I might be a little loafing out there a little That's bit. That's all right. That's all right. You, I don't want to hurt deserve, myself because you, 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 you pull your quad yeah, or you pull your hammy, you're done, and you're having a miserable time. Especially if you do it early in the week. You don't want to do that. It'll wreck your whole camp. Yeah. And I hurt myself last year. Last at bat. I screwed up my arm really bad. Hmm. I forgot what the hell happened, to be honest with you. Is, it, ended, is it healed, though? I mean, I haven't swung a bat since. Yeah, you're playing first base, so you should be good there. I should, first, yeah. I'll, I'll play outfield, too. You probably won't have to make a lot of throws from first. No. Hopefully. No, you don't, really. I, I feel like if I'm a shortstop or third baseman, yeah, you better have your arm warmed up because right. those are long throws. You oh, know? yeah. So Club 400 Fantasy Camp, you'll be seeing us uh, shooting some videos. Uh, we'll probably go live a few times. And uh, obviously, uh, Club 400 team... Uh, uh, that I'm on, uh, we plan to win the whole thing. Sounds good. And, um, and you're going to hear about my contest with Marty, okay? Yeah, we'll talk about that when he gets here. Yeah, exactly. Um, anything else? I mean, I, there's a lot to go, but we do have Marty coming in here. Um, uh, well, I want to tell you guys, check out Crowley. Did I say that earlier? Check you out did, Crowley's yeah. Okay, yeah. Crowley's podcast. And yeah. I want to say a special thanks to Kathy Weedley, for, she actually called her company Wall Sport. She's been doing a lot of cool stuff at the condo in Chicago. I was down there on Sunday for a little bit, and that place is really looking good. And without her, it wouldn't look as good as it looks. It's starting to look and feel like a Club 400. And, I mean, a lot of people, not a lot, but there's been a, a fair share of Club 400 members that have been there. I think they're going to be rather shocked when they come back because – uh, like I said, we rushed to get that thing open. So thank you, Kathy Weedley. We appreciate you. She'll be going down to Arizona. And by the way, William, we will be down in Arizona. If you're going down there, you haven't planned the date yet. March 15th through March 20th. Okay. That would be a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We are going to go at, to the Thursday game, the Saturday game, and the Sunday game. And uh, but JP will be there manning the tent all summer long. Did we? Did I talk about? Because we, we we didn't talk about this, right? No, we okay. did not. We split the, just so you know, people listen to this podcast. We split this in two parts because we got it, we had to end it. So I, I'm trying to remember what I talked about before. But come out and join us March 15th through the 20th. I don't know. We're going to try to get William down there. Hopefully, Mia's doing good and he can come down. And we got some surprises for you. We're definitely have players stop at the tent. Um, I know we'll have a couple players for sure stop at the tent. We've already confirmed it, but we're not going to announce anything. So if you're down there, come over. Well, as always, we're going to give away 400 free Club 400 beers at the tent. And JP, like always, will be making pizza. Pizza. And we will have some Salsa King salsa. Uh, Oh, look who's walking in here right now, William. I think Marty the Salsa King is here, based on what I'm hearing. Oh, and he's got a camera crew. This is kind of a big deal. Hey, Marty! Salsa King! What's going on, well, I got this that I hang out with when I do podcasts, and now you're here. Always. Good to see you, buddy. Love you, brother. Cool, man. Put the headphones on. Jump on. Let's do some podcasting. I'm in. Welcome to the number one Cubs podcast, Club 400 podcast. This is my co-host, Stuart McVicker. Thank you. 
Marty, oh my gosh, it's been a while, huh? It has, uh, almost a year. Now you have, this is not the first time on the podcast. Second time. And you know what, he was so good, we brought him back. You know, yeah, did, did you tell him to come over, or did you, are you just showing up? I'm not really sure. Uh, actually, I'm doing uh, some videos right now. We're, um, I see you have a camera crew here. I, I do, Aaron's here. Impressive. Aaron's from Wakanda Highlights. He's uh, filming a couple of times this week, uh, going to some homes, um, came to Club 400. We're trying to uh, do some promoting. Super Bowl's coming. Going to get some video shots of uh, people eating salsa, not only with chips, but many things. Uh, chicken, fish, salads, many things. Super Bowls. Super Bowl's coming. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, Stu, you better savor this. Because I have a feeling in about a year, Marty's going to go John Benedict on us. He's going to big time us. <laughs> He's already gone John Benedict on us. John Benedict about? did that? John Benedict was, a, he was our way, producer at he, one point. I just want to tell and everybody. he's signing cl- autographs. He's signing autographs at the Cubs convention. Johnny Benedict. Out. Yes. Johnny B. I've never signed an autograph, I'll tell you that oh, right yeah. now. Oh, you will be, I'm sure, within a year. And then pretend like you don't know us. But Marty, man, like honestly, um, when we first met, it's not long, almost a year to the no, just had our one we year just anniversary. Had our one year yes, anniversary. Yes. Yeah, no, we didn't know each other at all, right? And you know, obviously, I told the story in the previous podcast about how I tried to salsa at the Flanagan's house, and Shannon introduced us, and then I just loved the salsa. Then I fell in love with him. But dude, think about what you have accomplished in one year it's been crazy man it really has it has i'm so blessed i can't believe it we were talking honestly last year at this time of getting into fresh time um just one store just one store in crystal lake and then that blew up to every fresh time in illinois one in wisconsin and then shortly after that you know that was um february of last year and then uh by um, May, I was talking to a, a co-packer and um, trying to get it made for Jewel to meet their demands. And, uh, yeah, August got into Jewel. The Jewels. And uh, 180 Jewel stores. Um, so things are going very well. I'm, I'm, like I said, blessed. I'm hoping to get a couple more items into Jewel and uh, maybe a few more stores. I mean, you know you made it big time, Marty, when... I mean, the great thing about you, man, you started in the kitchen, you rented out a kitchen, and you that's how you distributed your salsa, and you made every single batch, you know? Yep, by hand. Everyone made by hand, everyone delivered by hand. And then how big of, like, accomplishment in such a short amount of time that you can go out and get a co-packer to make this and distribute it straight to the stores, such as Jewel, and, like, Jewel, man, how big was that for you, man? It's incredible. Honestly, it was surreal because... Um, as soon as Jewel wanted it, uh, I, they, they said, you can't make it, though. So you have to have somebody to make it for you to meet our demands. There's no way you can keep up with the volume. You're a one-person company. So, you know, they love the branding. They love the logo. They love the quality of the product that I brought to them. And uh, honestly, I found the best co-packer, the best co-packer uh, to make my salsa in, in the Midwest. And uh, we get it in there the day after it's made, not even 24 hours after it's made. It's in Jewel's hands. You know when I knew you were gonna make it? The day we were at uh the day we were at was the bar call? Broken Ore. Broken Ore. Day we were at Broken Ore and Marty's got salsa like right here. And the he was, bartender's yeah. like, You he, can't have you can't bring your own Dude, food Marty here. brings salsa everywhere. And <laughs> and he goes, Oh, okay. And he just pulls it out and puts it there and we just got chips and like totally ignored her. Yeah, we, we were getting in trouble. Yeah, we were, but it was good. 
From day one, we were getting in trouble. Dude, and every time I see him, he has free salsa. <laughs> He's like finding, like, I mean, it was probably our best find and Club Hearts best find, William. I think it was, you know. Well, I mean, if you're going to be the king, you got to be the king. Uh, I mean, and you know what, Marty? Uh, it starts off, honestly, with a good product, and that's what you have, man. And getting in the jewel is huge. And um, like I said, hopefully you'll get your hot in there. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that one's um, being. Uh, tested by Jewel. They already tried it once. They're talking about bringing it in again. So we got that and also uh, what's called a Mexicali, which is a... Um, a wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. A Mexicali. Rewind. What's this? Rewind. What? Oh, there's a sour cream kind of taco seasoning dip. Um, it's awesome. It's addicting as hell, man. I'm telling yeah, you. It's really good. It's How called me- Mexicali dip. Okay. It is so good. Really? It's yeah. just going to add to the Salsa King brand. I'm telling you that much. Yeah, my brother made some uh, new logos for that. Um, you know, hey, Marty, is it, how coloring. healthy is that? Is that healthy or not really or no? This, well, it's only, you know, it's a dairy product. So, I mean, it depends upon whether or not you can eat dairy or... Is this I mean, people eat sour cream on lots of things or cream cheese. I mean, it's... No. I mean, you know, it's addicting, like a, William. That's why I ask. I can knock off a whole, you know... And they serve them like 16-ounce containers, I think. 16-ounce containers. Yeah, right. And like we were talking about before, um, you know... Wait, is that available anywhere? Uh, yeah, some stores carry Mexicali dips. Um, okay. but mine's going to be, uh, oh, not Salsa yours. King. Not, no, mine's not, it's That's not available, available anywhere. No, it's, it's in process. Correct. So correct. We're, hearing, we're the first ones to hear about this. Is that what you're saying? I think he or just dropped like, a bomb. He dropped a like club for hundred bomb here. People to hear about it. So just top 50. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, right, it's uh, Breaking it's, uh news. being talked about here for the first time. Breaking news. Hey, we are going to do a, sh- uh, we are going to, we are going to do our, a shot of some hot salsa tonight. We are. All three of us. Shots of salsa. Shots of salsa. All three like of us. And maybe Aaron could even do a shot with us. We can do four, right? Who's going to tape? Uh, well, Aaron yeah, drinks. Well, Aaron, Lisa do you tape. drink? Lisa salsa? can do one, too. Lisa's here. Lisa's <laughs> watching us. Salsa? <laughs> I brought some shot glasses. So, Marty, I got to ask you something, man. It was something I was thinking about. Somebody, some people have asked me, I mean, you made it in all these stores, but people seem to have problems when they walk in to locate your salsa. And that's something that me and you have talked about, obviously off camera. But yeah, like, I got to say, though, I, I, I question those people. Really? Yeah, because I, for a while there, I went to all the fresh times I could find. And my favorite thing was bring some up to, you know, check out and just getting that and go, has anybody around here tried this? You know, a little marketing research for him. And, oh, my God, yeah, the Salsa King came in and he had samples for us and we all ate it. It's like, it's so good. You'll love it for sure. And I'm like, oh, good. I'm so excited. I heard a lot about it. I love doing that. It's just fun. I did that with Club 400 Beer, too, by the way. (laughs) Remember that? I had video. Yeah. Yeah, some of the store like, for instance, Fresh Time has it in Delhi, and they have a big salsa section in Delhi. But when people go into Jewel, sometimes they're looking for it in Delhi, and they see another salsa there. So they're like, I can't find it. Or they'll see, go I to throw those on the floor. They go to produce, you know, if they go to dairy or something, some stores have salsa and dairy. Some have it in Delhi. Some have it in all three. They have it in produce, dairy, and uh, Delhi. So um, it's, um, you know, sometimes people are challenged. They get like social media um, posts or or messages or or texts from friends. They're like, I can't find it. Is it are you sure it's in my jewel? I'm like, every jewel has it. Every soon jewel it's going to be in the liquor department too, under shots. Oh. So that's one of the reasons why. <laughs> Is, you know, can, we get alcohol, can we get alcohol infused? Uh, or maybe um, Bloody maybe, Mary mix. The hot shots. Yeah, uh, pot shots. That'd be awesome. <laughs> pot 
hot shots. I mean, so, that would be awesome if you could buy the salsa king at the dispensary. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Infused. So that's yeah, so one of the reasons why I got Aaron with me because um, we, you know, went to Jewel. We were showing shoppers going and pick it up in the produce department, and we want to make sure that people know where to get it uh, in the Jewel store. They're kind of big, and people looking in different sections. So it's kind of the reason you're why I have I to have bring a video going. You're gonna have to bring Aaron to the farmers market. That's always fun. Oh, Aaron goes to farmers markets. That's where I see him all the time. It's a video the farmers market. Hey, there is a great farmer's market at the Dole Mansion. We love the Dole Mansion, right, William? We do, yeah. So uh, I do, too. I've been there for over a year. I mean, you go to a lot of those farmer's markets. What's your favorite one? I know you might. You don't want to make anybody mad, but what is your favorite one? The Dole Mansion. There we go. We like it. Dole, we, Club 400 loves the Dole Mansion, by the way. But, uh, I mean, it's, and that's the great thing, man. You've been out there plugging it yourself since day one on the streets, and it's been you, man. You've been a one-man army. Well, you know, my son has helped. We have family friends that help. But, uh, uh, yeah, I am the, the face of it. But um, I do have a little bit of help behind the scenes. But uh, as far as, like, a company, I'm, yeah, I'm a one-person company doing this. That's amazing, man. And I did want to conclude this with uh, some breaking news. I don't know if anybody knows this, but this is unbelievable. Marty, the Salsa King, is coming to Club 400's Fantasy Camp in Las Vegas, and he's been talking a lot of trash. Lots of trash. I don't know if you know this, Stu, but I can play ball. I'm not necessarily sure if I can call the man humble because, like, he he's talking a lot of, like, game, okay? Let me tell you that. And he, I mean, he wants to be the shortstop of the team. And let me tell you something. We got Matt Crawford, who's helped out with this camp to organizing it. And he, I think he thinks that he's the best shortstop around. So you're telling me that you're going to come in the camp and you're going to battle Matt Crawford for shortstop? I don't know, Matt. If he's a great shortstop and he wins a job, he can have it. But uh, hopefully he just the wants co- a shot. Marty hopefully, just wants a shot. <laughs> hopefully the coach, you know, sees my skills and thinks that, uh, you know, I may have the edge on him and I could be the shortstop. Otherwise, I, you know, I could play third base. I was going to bet on you, <laughs> Stu, just be my podcast partner, but I, I'm, I'm switching. He's switching. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm betting on Marty. Well, time out. Well, that's Whoa. what I want to tell everybody. We have a, we have a bet on the line, okay? We have a bet on the line. Yes, we do. And basically, you know, I don't know if anybody knows this. I mean, if maybe you guys, if you recall, if you listened to our podcast a long time ago, but I was probably one of the best fantasy camp hitters last year at camp. I seriously was, okay? I mean, for consistency, as far as line drives, doubles, no triples. I'm not really fast on my feet. But as far as hitting the ball, I was the best, all right? And if any fantasy camper that season that was there with me wants to talk to me about it, come talk to me about it, all right? But anyway, The only thing I'm going to say about that <laughs> is uh, the first one you went to, you were not one of the best. You might have even I barely been, got through the week, dude. You might have been on the other side of that. And, I killed my quads. And week. the second year you went, the one you're speaking of, I believe you worked out quite a bit beforehand. I did. And you were getting hitting lessons from Sammy Sosa's yes. batting coach. Well, yeah. that's what, what have you done for this one? Nothing. 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 Okay. Nothing. Nothing. That's yet. why I have my money on Marty. I did get three lessons, maybe four, from Julian Martinez, Club 400, Julian Martinez, Sammy Sosa's hitting coach. And that's maybe why I was ripped. Look at this guy. Salsa oh, my God. God. <laughs> Boom. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> Marty, I want to do, and this is, I want to make this public for the first time. He's talking trash. 
And I feel, I feel up to, the, I feel up to, my, I got my skills, man. I'm a great hitter, okay? I've always been a great hitter. We- Marty, I want to battle you right now and make a bet with you. What, we, what, are, we, what do you think we should do, William? Well, since you both are, you know, entrepreneurs with your own product, I don't know if you know who you are, but you own a beer. Oh, I know. You know who I am? I, I have my own beer, man. You're the king of Club 400 beer. So, <laughs> so we have, you know, a guy that owns beer and a guy that owns salsa. I don't know. I think we could strike up a, a little bat here. Your supply of both. What, you ch- you challenge me that? <laughs> yeah. Something new. You're so, gonna I, give, so I get. I will give you free salsa for a year. Something. How new different for you. is how different was that than last year? Okay, I mean, come, come on now. <laughs> that had a one year limit on it. <laughs> He's charging you double in year two. <laughs> so we're gonna go one year a salsa, for, uh, one year of beer. You get a, a year of beer, a club for heart lager of Crystal Lake Versus Brewing. Year of salsa. Crystal Lake Brewing, the best beer uh, out there. Ryan Clooney, it's time to uh, brew another batch. Can you uh, add the, can you just add that commercial in here beer. real quick? Can you add the commercial, William? I can. Okay, there we go. We got my insert. Baseball's America's pastime. Baseball. 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 You're listening to Club 400 Podcast, a show about Cubs fans for Cubs fans. William, just cut that out. I said we're going to wrap it up. You could have let it go. Oh, I thought you said cut it out. Jesus, man. Your yeah. hand signals He's not, are terrible. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to do the signs. You know, we, when we do are the podcast. Are you feeling okay? Because your hand signals are just off. <laughs> I think he's still concussed from a year ago. Yeah, I, I am off. I will tell you that. But uh, So I will bet you that. We'll do that. We'll do You're one like year a bloody song. mess. <laughs> And I, I am, and the reason why I will do that because you're definitely winning on this. You get a year full. Can I get chips at least too? Can you throw in the chips? Deal. Okay, that makes it a little bit more fair. Can you th- actually add the new product too? Now nah, you're pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make a bad. Right. Hey, I'm, I'm sitting go. down. I'm gonna stand up. I'm gonna shake this man's hand. And I just want to say before we this shake, is on, not only on on the air, but it's going to be on video as well. So yeah, I know. And I just want to tell you, I want to make one thing clear. One of the hardest things at these fantasy camps is people's interpretations, right, of what is a hit and what isn't a hit. Let's face it: we have nine fielders out there that don't can't, that are out of shape, that don't play, and don't have, you know? Let me tell you, they're not that good of baseball players. When I rocket it off their head, it's a hit. And uh, so this got, has got to be a clean hit, I got which Marty, leads into the I, clean average. Okay? I got Marty going off the wall. If There's also over. defense. I don't know if you play defense, but I play defense. I'm a first baseman. You can pick it. So, so, so that means I, you don't play defense? I don't want to be picking anything out of the dirt, okay, pal? I just want to let you know that right now. You got to pick the ball up, too. Because that will happen to this week. Next week. You gotta field the ball, you gotta pick it up. It's not just fielding everybody else's throws to first. He is on my team, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys need to also can you incorporate like a race around the bases? Or at least a sure, first. Sure, I'll do that. All right. Can you, so can you go all the way around the bases? I, you too? know what? I, I've gotten a double before, okay, William? You gasped I've before a, double. a second. I have. So uh, You know to turn left at first base, right? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this formal. Okay, Marty, I challenge you right now, one year of Club 400 beer to you, if you get a better average than me, and you give me chips, salsa, and what's the other stuff called? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't no, the, remember. The, the Mexicana, the Mexicana. 
If you can't Mexicali. Mexicali. If you can't remember it. Yeah, there's defense. I forgot. It's not even out yet. Okay, it's not even out. All right. We'll just do the salsa. Here we go. All right, cool. May the best man win, all right? The best man Thanks win. Thanks for having me. Oh, always, Marty. You always welcome on the Club 400 podcast, and you are a part of Club 400 now because when there's a Club 400 party, I promise you there will be the salsa, salsa king of Chicago salsa here, man. Woo-woo. Awesome, man. So we'll, we will see you in Las Vegas next week, my friend. See you there, man. Love you. Looking forward to it. Just sat down with some dudes and rolled some hips We put our heads together